Strikers Bear Family Fun Center Studio. That's where we're being right now. Hey, by the way, uh, commitments. Bill King this Friday. Bar lines 6 until 11. We're off Friday. I'm busy Friday. Oh, really? I'm going to be a grandfather Friday or Thursday or Wednesday or Tuesday or today. Not Saturday. It's coming Friday one way or the other. Okay. <laughs> and and, and uh, giving me advice because he's got five of them mm-hmm. and one on the way. Uh, former Titans coach Jeff Fisher. Jeff, good morning. How you doing? Good morning, coach. I'm doing good, guys. How you doing? Doing well. So doing well. Just kind of plan- Folks, you're just planning this stuff out. It's like just drop dead. Here's going to have it. And- this time it's like kickoff is at noon. Yeah, no, they, they don't. They're not consulting me on this one. Okay, I, no, okay. no, no, no. Uh, it's coming Friday, one way or the other. I've been told. Um, now you re- yeah. now hold on. Now yeah. you referred to it as it. Is that because we are not clear as to it's until I hold that thing. It's an it. <laughs> oh, okay. So, boy, grandson or granddaughter? Granddaughter, Alice Rose. Oh, Alice Rose. Oh, my goodness. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be one spoiled granddaughter. I, I don't know if I can walk. I'll be wobbly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you will. Uh, Jeff, Frank's passing. Frank Wycheck, 52, way too early. And just uh, you guys picked him up uh, in 95 from the Redskins. And obviously him and Eddie and Frank and Al Del Greco and everybody, you, uh, the face of that move and how much he immersed himself in the community. He was more than just a football player for the Oilers slash Titans. Well, he was. You know, when you talk about, first off, 95, you know, that was my first full year. You know, I'd taken over his interim 94. We have the, you know, the, the draft and we draft Steve and we're, we're, um, we're at Marysville College practicing against the Redskins. North Turner, uh, was the head coach at the time. And he, you know, obviously we had crossed paths several times before that. He was my receiver coach when I walked on the, you know, on campus at USC. But we started talking about each other's rosters over the first couple of days of practice going, look, I, you know, if you got some guys or I got some guys you like or whatever, you know, let's talk, you know, once camp is over and, so we had just converted from a run and shoot offense that you know in in Houston to a more conventional. We didn't have any tight ends, and so I was talking about a tight end, and he mentioned he brought one up in particular that he didn't think was going to make his team just because he was a little undersized. He was more of an athletic move type and fit our mold or our need, you know, perfectly. So we got through camp, things happened, and. That's how we got Frank. And then, um, yeah, rest is history. He, 95, 96, he went through, endured everything. Um, you know, the, the kids in the divorce, you know, the, the whole Houston, Nashville thing. And, and, uh, then, you know, as, as time passed, uh, you know, I think as Jim Wyatt alluded to when we got off the bus, he got off the bus running, but yeah, 97, we got here. This was, this was his baby. You know, he was gonna, he wanted to make things right. And, and he did his whole career. He was, um, I was, um, I had a couple of phone calls in Texas day and age, uh, one from Peyton Manning, uh, yesterday and another from Chris Long, uh, you know, guys I've stayed in touch with. And Chris never knew Frank, uh, Peyton did, uh, Peyton thought the world of, uh, Frank and, and vice versa, but offering their condolences, but it's just amazing, uh, you know, and, and how unfortunate it is that somebody like Frank would leave us way too early. And Coach, uh, kind of piggybacking on what you were talking about, he seemed to take a lot of pride in being a fan favorite, you know, here with the Titans. It's, he seemed to really enjoy that. 
Oh, he did. He did. He loved people. I mean, you know, the, the entire team during that transition, and if you didn't like going out and meeting people and shaking hands and doing those things, then there was something wrong with you because we needed everybody to do it. But, you know, Frank kind of carried that torch. Um, it was all about getting out and doing things. And, I mean, it was. I mean, he had, you know, the. I, I'm not saying had he not done that, he wouldn't have had the career that he did, but it certainly would. It certainly, you know, when we woke up in the morning, he looked forward to going to work uh, because he the things he was doing on the field, things he was doing off the field, um, you know, the, you know, just, uh, he just became a real popular player as I was kind of sharing with Chris Long last night, you know, Chris didn't, Chris knew of him and kind of came into the, into the NFL after, after Frank, but he said, what kind of guy was he? I go, well, best way to describe him. He's just one great teammate, you know? And I mean, I think that's the ultimate compliment. It was just, if you're a great teammate. I mean, Frank was a cool, very, he, believe it or not, he was a quiet competitor on the field, and he hates, and like most great players and people that play that long, hated to make a mistake. And he just he worked over and over and over. Um, he wouldn't back down from anything, but he just did his job, and he did his job right. And, you know, he, he understood the details of his job. For example, you know, he knew how to catch this errant freaking ugly pass from Lorenzo Neal. It was, was a lateral. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It was I don't a lateral. Know what it was. All right. It was, no, no, you know, he turned around play. and just Which handed him and said, about? Frankie, you take it. <laughs> yeah, no, well, that's because we didn't practice that kick. You know, we talked about that all the time. We never yeah. practiced, practiced everything we possibly could, but for some reason, no, I never never thought that a little bloop kick to, you know, uh, a, a, a short squatty fullback <laughs> was going to be the quick, the kick that we got, and it was, and you know the rest was history. But Frank knew what he was doing, and um, you know Frank loved to golf, loved to travel, and you know he just, you know, and then you know obviously had a he had a great career. Uh, it was short, but the broadcasting thing uh, was was I, I know a great experience for him. From a football perspective, coach, why was he such a good fit for your offense? I know you were very run-oriented with Eddie. You know, Chris Sanders always jokes and says, as a receiver in your offense, it was Eddie first, Eddie second, Frank third, and then, you know, the wide receivers make a play when you can. Why was he such a good fit for your offense back then? Well, um, when I, you know, when I took when I took the job over in Houston, excuse me, um, that was a run-and-shoot offense. And just for the listeners, that means there's four wide receivers and a, and a running back on the field. There are no tight ends. And so when I got there under, you know, Coach Pardee and Kevin Gilby, we didn't have any tight ends on the roster. Hmm. So you go from, you know, 94 to 95 um, without any tight ends on your roster, or we may have had a practice, you know, kind of thing. We just had to practice with them, but we didn't have – there were no tight ends. There was no place for them in the offense. So, you know, what, what – you know, and I had – what I wanted to do back then, not today to everybody, but – um, I was really intrigued with the Washington Redskins offense, and it was stuff that Joe Gibbs did. We brought I brought Jerry Roman here, who was part of that, and and that utilized tight ends, it utilized H backs and movement, and so the he, Frank was uh, Frank could play on the line of scrimmage, he could play fullback, he was just a versatile player in the back. You could even hand the ball off to him if we wanted, but 
So that's why he was so valuable. And, and again, we, our philosophy was, you know, let's take the players that we have on our roster and, and let's take advantage of their strengths and let's build this offense around what we have, not trying to, you know, plug players into an offense that don't fit. So that's what we did. It was a, it was a kind of a interesting, perfect timing thing for Frank. You know, in the numbers, 505 catches, 5,200 yards, the 28 touchdowns, I think when he retired, that was fourth all-time in receivers, uh, excuse me, tight ends receiving overall. Uh, I don't think, you know, if he had played in a Pittsburgh or a New York or a Dallas, he's probably borderline Hall of Fame in a lot of minds. Well, yeah, Greg, you know, you, you plug him in today, I mean, he he's getting a lot more attention than he did, you know, when he was there with us. I mean, he was that kind of he's that kind of athlete. I mean, when you talk about those numbers and so on and so forth, and and you know, we didn't get a whole lot of attention league wide. Um, you know, we're kind of under the radar, and oh, who's this guy? And who's that guy? And, you know, Frank's winning games for us. You know, in addition to all the other things he did for us offensively and special teams in a pinch. But yeah, those numbers were great numbers. So it's not, you know, I mean, and I think that you find that as we as we move through time, and you know, and the years get longer, and more and more players are are putting numbers up. It really, it's interesting to see, you know, and imagine how they relate and how they compare to, you know, those in the past and the guys that are getting it done right now. Frank is right there. I mean, he's a special player. Well, the other thing about Frank is he was just, he just never missed any time. Now, he would, he, you know, he would, uh, there were a few times when he wobbled off the sideline. But uh, beyond that, he was a, he was a well-conditioned, he took good care of him. So, so he proved that golfing in the off season uh, will keep you in shape. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and certainly, I know the family. The CTE issue is, is everything, and it's a league wide thing. It's a it's a sports thing. It's not an NFL thing. You see it in NHL. Yeah. You see it in all oh, kinds you, of sports. You see yeah. it now in professional wrestling. Yep, I mean, yep, it's, you know, across but, the board. And, and so, uh, just what he had to go through. I know we saw the. And could hear it. He he had a great run with Kevin Ingram and Mark, the late Mark Howard on 104.5 that morning show. Him and Mike Keith, uh, the long run uh, as the, you know, the the radio crew for the Titans and, and everything. But you know, we just you just knew it wasn't he wasn't right uh, down the stretch, and just we felt bad for him and the family because of it. Well, it is. I mean, it's a difficult thing to wrap your arms around uh, brain injuries. I think for the most part, um, still remains a mystery. And, um, you know, the league and everybody's doing everything they possibly can uh, to protect players, uh, you know, to, you know, to not to return to put the players from a return to play standpoint too soon and all those things. And, yeah, I mean, Frank did have a few. And, uh, and I say a few, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, some, some may have been diagnosed, some may not have. I mean, that's just that world. I mean, I certainly believe that things have, um, certainly improved and come a long way since, you know, since those, you know, since the, you know, the 2000s, the late 90s and the early 2000s. But, you know, that's, uh, you know, it was. I mean, I, I, I remember getting together with him, you know, as you said, you know, towards the end and of the, of the broadcasting career. And, um, you know, there was, there might have been a little pause, uh, a little bit of hesitation, uh, might have required a little extra 
effort to gather his thoughts. And um, so, you know, that, that, that true, that also is unfortunate. Uh, but I know I, I don't, I'm not here to diagnose anything, um, you know, and, 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 you know, get in the weeds as far as that's concerned. But I think it was a contributing factor. Now, was it a contributing factor uh, uh, to us losing him this weekend? I have no idea. I'm not a doctor. I just know that I'm going to miss him. Coach Jeff Fisher joins us. Uh, Coach, uh, any thoughts on tonight's game? Obviously, uh, Titans got some guys banged up. They're going down to Miami to play a really, really good Dolphins team. If they win, they'll take over the number one seed in the AFC. What would be your path to victory tonight as the Titans are about a two-touchdown underdog? Well, I would um, onside kick, take (laughs) punt, hand the ball off, and, um, you know, pressure them i don't know <laughs> I, you know what mike's gonna they, they got an extra day you know i mean come on mike's got an extra day they're gonna they, i'm sure they did some good things this week uh it's going to be a tough challenge but you know the ball can bounce around you saw that thing last night with dallas and, and philly nobody yeah. thought that was going to happen ball bounces you know sometimes things happen so they're going to need they're going to need some breaks but you know i'm gonna right now yeah, they're they're tied so let's see where it goes mm. I got to ask you about the Nashville Cats. Certainly, uh, in five and a half months, April twenty seventh, the opener at Municipal Auditorium. How far along are we with the Cats? Well, things are coming together. There's going to be some announcements over the next couple of weeks. Uh, one, you know, head coach. Two, ticket sales, and uh, you know, just uh, yeah, it's going to be um, it's going to go fast. But uh, I think there'll be some. Some, uh, I think we can get some stuff out there in time to maybe we might have some stocking stuffers around Christmas for the old fans. Yeah, I understand the ticket sales are going on sale really quickly. Uh, that's what I'm told anyway. So. Yeah, well, you would know. The two of you would know. <laughs> uh, yeah, season tickets, uh, well, don't tell anybody, but they're going to go on sale later this week. Uh, nobody's yeah, listening. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear you say that. It'll be our, it'll be our little secret. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is. That's, right. a, that's a press release coming out in a couple of days yeah. to announce that. Yeah. Hey, Jeff, thanks for sharing your thoughts on Frankie. We all thought hey, the world of I appreciate the opportunity, yeah. guys. Yeah, it's, it's a difficult losing a, you know, losing a family member, and he certainly was a, a huge part of the early Titans family. Yep. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate you, you, Coach. Okay, guys. See you.